I'm just laughing. Why? Will you be uh will you be trying to do your outros and intros? It's, it's funny. How's it I funny? think you should I think you might I think you should like just do like sorts of you trying to of you trying to do the intro and the outro. Welcome to a new episode of Fit the Description, a Black Miss podcast where various black men come together to talk about life, society, entertainment, culture, news, and whatever else we want to talk about from various black men's perspectives. I'm your host, G, and today we got Keith. What's up? And we got Keys going by Shibidi because the names are too close. Yeah, sure. As usual, make sure on your way in to like, subscribe, check out the links. Make sure to check out our Clips channel, Fit the Description Podcast over there on YouTube. And beyond that, we're just going to go ahead and get started. Because I know you weren't here. I actually was able to talk to YouTube and... Our channel is now back on YouTube. So we are officially back on YouTube. That's what's up. Yep. The bad news is, though, is that now we're going to have to go back to the, which sucks for me, actually, but we're going to have to go back to the 20 minute, basically the 20 minute editing where I censor thing for 20 minutes for the first 20 minutes. And also, I'm going to have to go back again, just say what you want, but I'm going to have to go back and you know, kind of tone down some of the stuff that we talk about because now that we're back on YouTube. But the one thing that I did change, which if you didn't hear from last podcast, that now I'm going to go, we're going to go ahead and directly upload to you to Rumble now. So that's what we're going to do to kind of change it up. And yeah, from there, you know, like I said, we only got two more podcasts. It's this one, next one. And we may do a third one. It depends. We got to see. But pretty much, I just recorded this podcast. I think we only have like one or two more left. So it does suck. I've said it on the last podcast, I said it on the podcast before that, I'll say it again. It does suck that happened right at the end. But we are pretty much at the end of the year after this one. I don't know if this was going to be coming out around Christmas time or whatever. I forgot. But we basically, if you listen to this, yes, we're pretty much almost done for the year. And so once, once we get done with this podcast and the next one, and maybe a third one if we decide to come together and do one more, I'm going to take a take, we're going to, that time that I take that we take a break, I'm going to go ahead and just get everything put back together. And maybe change some stuff up. But that's just a bit that I want to talk about. This will probably be the last time I talk about what's going on with the podcast besides updating you on what's new. But this is, I just wanted to address this at, at the beginning of the podcast because I know, I know Keith was on the last podcast, didn't really know. So I just want to make sure that we're all aware that, yes, we are back on YouTube. Maybe James might come in and I'll talk to him about it because he had a lot of stuff to say about YouTube. So <laughs> the Rumble, young man, Rumble. Yes, sweet. Yep. Okay. Here's a good question for both of y'all, since you guys have kids. What do you feel is lost or losing in this generation that you feel is important important from past generations? What's lost from older generations until now? Like, what's, 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 can you be more accurate about older? You mean our generation or the generation after us or before? Uh, it, it doesn't necessarily have, necessarily have to be from our generation. It's, uh, it's our generation before us. But like I said, the question basically is, is what do you think is is being lost or losing from this generation that was that we had either our generation or kind of before us that you feel is important? That, okay, that, and that this generation doesn't have? That yeah, saying? that being lost in the, in the generation, in the younger generation. Uh, I would say kids being told no, and some kids being told that everybody is equal. <laughs> <laughs> everybody is 
being told like people don't tell kids no no more. Like, you know, I hate to say it, but yeah, we was told no, don't touch this, don't do that, you know, you know, like that. And we like don't sit in this area. It was just small shit that we just knew that we couldn't do. And I and I feel like that sculpted us to like think twice about shit. I feel like these kids aren't being told no. So they don't have to think about things like they're too busy you know, winning participation trophies or everybody gets a medal before the game even starts. I feel like that's the stupidest ever, you know, like everybody's being told that your kid is good enough, just like the star athlete is just as good as the 12th person on the bench. Like, that's not true. That's a lie. And it's like, you know, these kids don't have to work hard to be great because they're already told that, that they're great. And I feel like that's one of the things, like we knew that we weren't as good as the star JV quarterback. And, you know, we were going to have to work to get to that level. Like kids don't have to do that nowadays. Like kids aren't told and reminded that you have to be better. You And you have to be consistent. But that, you know, that also has to do with this platform too. It's like you don't have to, you know, be good at what you do to make a lot of money. You know, you can be average. You can be lackluster. You can do it on your own time. You don't have to punch a clock. Like I blame that on um, as soon as you turn, what, 18, you, you could and you have a driver's license. Like Uber and Lyft, they'll just give you a car and be like, here, you know, no questions asked. Here's a car, go drive. Like, that's the world that we live in nowadays. Like, I feel like that's a big issue with kids already know. Like, they know that they're not going to have to work as hard to get, like, you know, the past generation did. Like, you don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have, you know, anything to be successful in this world. I'll go. I'll go. Then we'll let Shibidi go at the end. Um, for me, I'll just tell you one word that I'm well, two words technically, that just to me that I think is being lost, and I just keep seeing more and more and more, and it's just annoying me. Although there's some people that there's some kids I should say people there's some kids that that you know are proving me otherwise, but to me, what I feel like that's being lost that I've been recognizing is critical thinking. That is the one thing that I've noticed where it's like I, I'll sit there and hear some kids like talk about things and talk about subjects, but like they never like think like two steps ahead. If you guys just put a little bit of thought, kid will just listen to something that somebody said and just will like stop there and be like, yeah, that's wrong. Instead of like going into it and like ever like really like thinking about the repercussions or, or they'll sit there and, and like kind of, you know, listen to something, but would never like, I don't know, like, like how how can I say it? It's not just about like like taking an extra mile. I mean, extra, not just taking an extra mile to like, you know, just look into things, but also just to think ahead of like, what could happen if you let this happen? You know, I understand. So, for example, the best example is it's like you know, I know we talked about it on the last podcast, and we're not going into the subject, but it's kind of like, like like homelessness, where it's like leave the homeless alone, and, and, and you know, and just you know, don't hurt them, you know, because they're people too, all that stuff. That and I'm like, okay, that's fine. I get that you want to help, but by leaving them alone, what do you think comes after that? You know, 
do you think that they just sit around and just do what they want? Or do you think that they, you know, they do they do or do the problems come from that? You know, it's it's not just a simple solution of like, you know, just leaving a homeless person alone and just everything's gonna be good. That's not how things work. Like there's a lot more going on there and nobody goes deep enough. It's like you get to a like a certain point and then you're like stopped and you get stuck there. But it's like you never have like there's no forethought into you know, what could happen after a lot of the times, because, you know, I, I know a lot of people have been saying like over the years, you've been right about a lot of stuff. I'm like, it's because I just look ahead and just, when I look at things, just things make sense because I, I just look two steps ahead and I just think about, okay, if this was to happen or if this happened, what might be the result? And the way people, the way people think, the way they, way people talk, the way, like how things are going. And even some of the stuff in the past, this is where we had, you know, me and Keith had this debate about history and why I say you should teach history where he's like, I don't really see it, but we're not getting into that today. Just to me, just when I look at things, it's just, just think about things, take the extra mile and just consider the results of the situation. Don't just sit there and say, thing is bad, black and white. This is how we do things. Well, I don't live in a world black, and white. I live in a world of gray. So I understand that one solution is to just a simple one plus one is makes two. It's usually like more of an algebra equation. It's one to the to the quadratic. I don't know. Just make it a word. Quadratic like like system to the power of fifty five third whatever. Doing all the math just to get to one. Like I said, I don't live in the world of black and white, and I I live in the world of gray. That's just how I feel. But in my personal opinion, why I feel like that it's being lost is critical thinking, and I would love to see critical thinking to come back. So he said um, about the no thing. Yeah, that could be um, out, out. That's, that could be a, a big, that's, that's become a big issue. And sometimes it's, it's just the, the generation, you know, um, we grew up in a generation where, you know, our thoughts and opinions basically didn't matter. <laughs> and that was kind of an okay thing because a child could stay in a child's place, but at the same time, it was very it could be very damaging because now you have a child that's out. Now you have a child that's um, reliant on someone else to make their decisions all the time. And I go back to what what G said about critical thinking. Whether you whether you were born back then or now, either way, you kind of you kind of lose it, you know. Because when you're a kid and you your opinion doesn't matter, you you kind of become this little kid where it's like, should I do this? Should I do that? You always have to have somebody else's opinion on what you should do because you weren't allowed to have your own opinion, your own thoughts, and your own process of of how to figure out things. It was always stay in the child's place. A child doesn't need to speak and stuff of that nature. So, and the elevation of that is actually being more helpful where, you know, now kids, you know what your kids are doing more so than others. Back in the day, you know, everything was kind of hidden. You find out a lot more stuff a lot more sooner now because it's more open. But the no situation is could, could be an issue. Sometimes that could be an issue between spouses. You know, maybe the guy doesn't appreciate the daughter wearing certain clothes, but the mother is for it or makeup, things of that nature. And, you know, you have traditional, modern, and you have those parents who basically go off of, 
you know, what they didn't get when they were younger. And sometimes that could be a good time. Other times it could be damaging because they could go overboard. Like you said, will never say no and allow everything to happen right under their nose because they're trying to give their child something that they didn't have outside of that. You know, um, a lot of discipline is just missing in general because uh, we we can't really do much. You know, um, this state pretty much owns your children. When you send them to school, you you can't take them out of school unless they say you can take them out of school. If they don't go to school, they're going to be police officers at your door wondering why your child's not at school because they need to. You know, they want to program them to be the worker ants that they want this whole society to be. And that's what kind of messes us up. And then now, you know, you, you put in a position to where parents can't really say too much with a lot of children simply because you can't discipline them. Everything's always something. Everything's offensive or, or bashing. Back in the day, if your kid was walking around with a, you know, a, a a switch, you know, for lack of a better term, switch, you know, um, you you try to get him some act right and get him back on his toes. Nowadays, you embrace it. And who knows, you know, maybe that um, the other approach would have, you know, changed their perspective. And that's the problem right there, that overly supportive with no discipline. You could be supportive, but you need that discipline. But, you know, you discipline your kids, you're going to jail. You know, um, it's going to be a kid, you know, complaining, trying to justify why they felt they shouldn't have got a spanking or a punishment. You know, it's really bad. I mean, teachers can't even put kids in the corner anymore. That used to be a thing when I was younger. You used to be able to put kids in the corner. Before our generation, you used to be able to spank kids. Now, I get that was an issue, but... Yeah, the corner thing didn't work. Uh, They tried to do that to me. That didn't work. Well, it works if you do it right. See, if you need to stand in the corner all day to get it right, then you're just going to have to stand there all day. That's the the difference. The corner thing does work, but the problem is people get soft, can't get soft. And then, you know, then then they're going to sit. It goes back into the legal issues. Then it's a form of abuse if they're in the corner too long. Like there's, there's, you can you can look this stuff up and figure out. I'm not gonna go too crazy with it, but yeah, you you could um you know have them in the corner too long, and that could be an issue. You know, but that's the difference between I think when it comes to different kind different parenting tactics is you got the parent who just like hey you know cry I don't care this is what you got to do. If you want to cry, I don't care. But eventually you're going to stop crying and you're going to realize that your crying is not doing nothing. You're not getting no results with your crying. So then the crying stops. That when the crying stops, that's when the listening comes into play. You know, sometimes you can punish like that and not have to touch a kid. Just go to the highest extent. You know, you don't have that, you know, give me that, um, give me that system. Give me that tablet. Give me that phone. Give this, you know, and give me it give give it up and you can sit there and you can think about what you what you're doing you know and uh it gets it gets difficult because eventually they got to go to school and when they go to school that's playtime 
You know, that's they're not going to school to get no education. They're going to school to hang out with their friends. So even that punishment can can backfire to an extent because now they they get to get away with whatever they want to once they go to school. You know, but eventually they'll get bored uh, and irritated with the home of not having nothing and either going to be rebellious and do a little bit too much or they're going to comply so they can go ahead and get the stuff back. But they have to be consistent and both parents have to be on the same page. You can't have one parent that want to sit up there and discipline the kid and then the other parent doesn't really want to deal with that. And that becomes a problem because the other parent ain't going to always be there 24-7. So the biggest issue, to that being said, I've now been babbling and going back and forth and back and forth. The conclusion of what I'm saying is basically the lack of discipline is really what the problem is at the, at the end of the day. And also being on the same page when it comes to discipline. You know, and parents understanding and knowing, even if they don't agree with the disciplinary actions, that they can't talk about that in front of the children. They have to talk about that amongst themselves because now you're taking away authority from the other parent. And that's not cool because one day when you're not there, that parent's going to need to be the authority figure. And if they won't listen to that parent, now you have a whole nother can of worms and it goes all back into discipline. So, I ended off with discipline. That's what's missing. I'm only bringing it, bringing it up because it seemed like you had a lot to say. I'm going to play the video. I really want to hear hear from you, I'm CBD, because I know you, it seemed like you guys had a lot to say about this. So I'm going to go ahead and play the clip. Yeah, yeah. Because you seem like you had a lot to say about the subject. And I wanted to give you a chance to talk about it. It's becoming to the point where, so racism exists, of course it does. Bias, racism, and all it does is it exists. And you could say, we sh and, and I'm going to say, you know, a lot of people when I talk is going to be like, well, you know, that's not fair and we shouldn't have to do that because of this or because of that. And um, I'm going. I'm getting somewhere with this. It just goes back to my crackhead syndrome, when you know crackhead tells you, "Hey, don't smoke crack," and you say, "But you smoke crack just for the sake of being rebellious," and it's coonery. And you want people to look at us in a certain kind of way. You want to be treated a certain kind of way, and you get mad when you know cops or other Karens or whatever act the way they do, but then you got to think of the origins of where this stuff comes from. Yeah, sometimes it comes from racism. Other times it just comes from life experiences. People cannot be racist. So now you have this coonery that happens time and time again. People blasting on the internet and that's what they like to do. That's what they're into. And then they turn around and, and try to say, oh, yeah, we are civilized and we're this and that. Look at this video. It's a perfect example. That's not civil. That's not appropriate behavior. Now, maybe getting a, a child out there and teaching them how to hunt with a gun or how to use a gun properly and safety and stuff like that, that's cool. But that's not what that was about. That was about flaunting and being gangster. Since when is being gangster something appropriate for any individual, whether you're an adult, a child, or anything? But that's the culture we live in, you know? 
at this point, you got it's like we can't blame it on racism, you know, with this act, you know, the way people are acting. I I recall the situation where you know I was on a basketball court with my son, and there was another, you know, a white couple of white boys on the other end, and they were probably making a YouTube video, some kind of video they were doing. And these these black kids came up, you know, one of them was probably a little older than, you know, just just playing with kids. Probably was an adult, I don't know. But the whole thing was they're interrupting their video. You you playing or not? Now they just walked up. It it ain't like they've been at the park waiting for their turn or anything like that. But eventually they waited maybe about a minute and a half to two minutes, if that, and they basically kicked them off the court. They didn't come messing with us. It was only two of us on the other end as well. They didn't come messing with us. They didn't even say nothing to us. But they saw the white boys and they felt like they could punk them off of the court, which they did. And they were looking in a way where a non-threatening way. And it's like, and it's like you see this stuff all the time. It's like, well, you you're not proving anything by attacking someone that's non-threatening. That's like if Mike Tyson come up and say, hey, I can whoop your ass. Okay, yeah, you're Mike Tyson. Big whoop. Yeah, of course you can. You're a trained fighter. I'm a regular person. And and this is the cootery that they, they do, you know, gangbanging on people that don't gangbang, punking people that's not interested in even fighting or, or being involved in whatever they're trying to pull. And then, boom, then you want to call them racism when they, when they say, Man, I I, I, can't, I don't want to deal with black people because of this, because of that. But this is what you're constantly doing. This is what you're constantly promoting, even with your own networks. So they have this network called Zeus Network, Black-owned. I was like, cool, let's support Black-owned. You know, we can have a Black-owned Netflix type thing, and that's what's going on. But it's nothing but coonery on the whole. Every episode is coonery. It's just reality TV crap with people hollering and screaming, and and half naked and it's just nothing but just loud, obnoxious, ghetto, nothing positive, nothing like you know. You get your own. You have an opportunity to have your own network. You can bring back shows like uh, Family Matters. It don't have to be Family Matters, but a show similar, Fresh Prince. You know, make actual shows something that's going to be appealing, something that's going to have maybe some lessons at the end of it. No, it's going to be coonery. Hollering, blue facing old girl fighting and spitting on people and breaking stuff. And but this is just this is the way we promote ourselves. This is this is how we see ourselves. This is entertaining to us. And this is what we put out in the world. And then what happens is when they look at the TV and they see black people congregating and acting like that, then they look at those videos that you just showed me. And then, like I said, the white boys on the basketball court. Get booted off the get booted off the court. So now it's it's not racism. It has nothing to do with racism or anything. At this point, it's their life experience. They see how we act on TV. Then when they see you in person, you act the same way. So now it's an assumption. It's is 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 buried in their head. This is how black people act. So when a black person doesn't act like that, they 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 like, oh wow, you're different. It sounds racist as, as I don't as hell, right? It sounds racist, but that's how they feel. And everybody's entitled to how they feel about things. And doing stuff like this, this coonery, that's that's why. It's not about racism anymore. Look at how you represent yourself. I mean, it's it's ridiculous.
And, it, and it's like we do this stuff and don't even see it. You know, minorities don't even see it. They have uh, preachers of L.A. back in the day. The only civilized preacher was a white guy. All the rest of them was into, into all kind of other crazy mess and drama and everything else. That Zeus network, they had one more chance. It was a it was an individual I like. She's on WWE now. Very beautiful young lady. She does martial arts and of that nature. She was the only one on that show that didn't get involved with the coonery. She refused to represent herself in that manner, even when she did get into it with people a little bit. But the minorities, the people in, 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 that grew up in those areas, you know, whether it's Black, Mexican, or whatever, it's got to be rowdy. It's got to be about about it. They got to get the got, like Medea said. I got to get them because they I, they got to get got and all this other ghetto stuff. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. We're going to keep falling. We're going to keep being on the low on the podium train. When, when, a, when the cops beat our ass, nobody's going to continue to care. They're going to feel like we deserved it. I guess my question is, why is it that what one black person does and they're in the wrong, why am I judged by what somebody else says? Why does, does, does one person have to reflect on all of us? It's basically the question. It's the reality. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you, before you go, is there something going on with your mic? Cause you were sounding fine for a minute. Now you sound like you're kind of far away. But yeah, go ahead. Ask the question again. Cause I got to remember what it was. Okay. Basically I asked, why do I need to be judged by others? And basically what you were saying is, is, Basically, it's, it's reality, what you were saying. Yeah, it's the reality that we live in. Okay. And, and, and too many people are always looking for a reason or, or why this is that and the third. And we shouldn't have to. Well, guess what? If you're in the wild and you saw a freaking tiger or a lion, you're going to have to figure out how to deal with that situation, whether you like it or not. You're prey. Your prey, right? Your prey at that point. You have to figure out what you want to do. You can sit there and play dead. You can act like you're big. You got to figure out what you're going to do. It's just the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is we're low on the totem pole. Okay. We're low in goods and ownership and business. Okay. And it's not all our fault. But you, but you still have to be able to conduct yourself. It's just like going to a freaking in, going to an interview. You're going to be judged when you go into an interview. You're going to, you're, you're. This whole world is based off of being judged. Everything you do, you get judged. So when you go out in public, you want to present yourself a certain way. See, now it's all about this. I don't care, and I should be able to do what I want to do. If I want to say I'm a goat, I, I, I'm a goat. I'm no longer a human. I'm a dog. You have all these, these this stuff, but you, it still doesn't go go past the fact that you're always going to be judged by 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 society and by by the reality that we live in. That's just what it is. If a bum, if if one bum. Whether his race, whatever his race is, when somebody tries to give him money and he turns it down and says he wants money for drugs, or he said, or he tries to give him food and says he wants to cash, that the whole every last bum in the area is going to be judged by that one bum. That's just the reality we live in. It doesn't matter what group, what control group it is. 
what matters is the percentage, right? The percentage of the coonery. That's the problem. See, the percentage needs to be lower. It's not that, oh, I got to be judged by what somebody else do. It's just like Jesus Christ. If if they come across 10 black people and eight of them are doing the same bull, and you're the and you're the 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 two percent that's not so they're they're gonna go off the majority. They're not gonna go. They're not gonna go off those two per, that two percent. That's just not reality. Yeah, you know, as as a black man, it's it's, it's it exists. I'm always gonna be judged by the ignorance, okay. and I have to prove myself. Okay, well, well then, uh, let me ask you this, you know, because uh, I, I mean, because we always talk about it, we always, you know, I hear these conversations all the time. Let me just ask you this one last question, and then we could probably move on to the next topic. How do we solve it? It's that simple. What do you believe? Like, like if you could, if you could say what a solution is, what would be your solution? How how will we solve this situation? I said it already. It's been said for years. Can't change the world. World if we can't change ourselves. But I'm saying, what would be that process? It's kind of like my my question. Change. But what would that look like? Like, what what would have to change? What would that like look like? What like where would we have to start? Where does it start at? Who? What? Where? Where? where, where if you want to change, respect things. for your respects for yourselves. Respect for yourself. Respect for your elders. Respect for the people around you. Mm-hmm. Remove the term. You could beep it. I don't give a F because that's how you act. Just remove it from your vocabulary because you don't. That's how you feel. You really don't care. And that's the problem. You need to care. You need to care about your, you need to care about how you conduct yourself. I don't care what they think. Okay. Keep not caring what they think. And then when your race and your popular, when your race is, is is on foots in door and beg and begging everybody else for uh employment opportunities because you because the people who have the money they don't even they don't even make their own you have a just with great power comes great responsibility look at the look at the you know all these people making all this money let's say in the hip hop entertainment industry and everything else got a thousand and one chains five and six houses and people ain't got ain't got a bed people ain't got a bed to sleep in when they could be generating jobs and employment opportunities not only to to help society but also to create even more generational wealth for themselves but they rather buy chains and cars and houses and a whole bunch of other crap that they. Okay, well, well, I'm not, I, I, I agree with the house part. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> it's good to buy a house. Maybe not as a comic, but I'm not gonna go. Okay, it's good to buy a house, right? Yeah, it's good to buy a house, right? That's cool. If you're gonna, if you want to get into real estate, fine. But there's no reason for you to have five and six houses if you're not in. If that's not what's what's going on, I get it. It's assets or whatever the case may be. But I'm saying. I'm saying you're not going to they're not going to when you you don't have that house and you're going to have all your people unemployed. Unemployed. You know what what they have this talk about the other countries now trying to make their own currency. 
you know, what happens then, right? They make their own currency. Now, if you don't have their currency, you can't buy goods from them. Now let's flip that. We as a, we we if we can't get jobs from them and to get their currency, and we don't have no no business that we established ourselves, no property that we established ourselves. Now we gotta beg them for 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 employment opportunities. We gotta beg them for housing opportunities. Now we a burden, right? But you got all the chains, all the cars, and all these houses while your race is falling. That's the only reason is despite the whole gangster stuff about Nipsey, at least he was trying. Okay, making okay. community okay, making community centers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm with you, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hyper focus on that on the house thing about buying a bunch of houses. You know. So I get what you're saying when you sit there and, and say that, you know, you got a bunch of houses and then, you know, when, when people, when people are, are sitting there and like, you know, you have other people suffering and yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand that, you know, you want to help your people, but it's like, like, like I'm always in the mindset of, you know, you gotta, you gotta help yourself before you can help others. I get that people say it's excessive, but you know, just to play devil's advocate. I mean, you know, when you talk about somebody who, who worked hard to get what they want, let's say that, you know, their their dream is to have six houses, have seven houses, work their butt off. Like, why should a person have to sacrifice themselves? So what? Go ahead. Why what? do you need six houses? Who knows? You know? But, I mean, if you worked hard yeah. and you... I mean, no, but... That's a, that's a question. I'm asking you. Why do you need six houses? Well, I'm I'm just talking about in general. I'm not even just talking about what how what I need six houses. I don't know. Then, no, no, because, no. But, but that's general, me. Wait, 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 wait. That's me. I'm just like me. Like I wouldn't no, need no, six no. houses. But hear me I out. am hear saying, me hear the question. What I'm uh, saying is, if you're not doing, if you're not doing real estate, you're not you're not part of the real estate market. You're not flipping houses and stuff of that nature. Why would anybody, okay, anybody, need six houses? A uh, business, you may need need to have different properties so you could do so you could have different business. You may. Have I didn't. Different. I didn't say. I, I said homes. No, 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 I I didn't say real estate. I'm talking about homes. Yeah, you may have you may have different properties. So like when you do business, you may have to do business in this town, that town, that town, and you may need, properties, need different homes. Properties and homes is different. No, a home can't be a property. If it can, if you um, you talking about when you say property? I'm think you speaking more so as in commercial building. Like no, 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 no. I'm talking about home. I'm talking about an actual home. I'm talking about home. I'm not talking uh, about actual, what is a home for? To live in. Okay, so why would you need six homes? Because I was just explaining that. That, like I said, when you have a lot of money, it's sometimes with jobs, you got to travel. Depending on what those is, you want a place to stay. You want a place to be comfortable. So you may need different different home to just stay at when, when you're there. You know, that's probably one reason you, you may use it. You may actually use a home, which some people are doing it today. You may actually use a home as a property, too. I mean, well, what, how you define a property? You may use a home home as a place of business, and you may and you may work out, out that home. So that home is your place of business, and you have another home. There could be, there could be it's, plenty of reasons. It's, it's, it's overkill. You have, you have enough money to... You have enough money to get you... You know, if you have to travel, you have enough money to get you somewhere to stay. It's that's overkill. That means that mean eight, eight, nine months out the year, no one's living there. Eight, nine months, ten months, ain't no, just no one living there. 
It's a waste. When you could just, when you have plenty of money, it's a, a plenty of money to just pay for a place to stay when you when you're that way. With no issue. Because if you can afford six houses, it's nothing for you. It's nothing for you to 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 get a a, a room, a Airbnb, anything. It's, well, my, it's, it's nothing. Now, if you want to, if it's an air, if it's your Airbnb, that's that could be that could be considered different. That go into to business, but then that's going back into real estate and stuff like that. But I'm saying actually need six homes, six places to live in. But okay, but then, but but then, but then go to my argument. Why do I need to sacrifice my myself and my earnings and all this stuff that I work for somebody who like I don't even know. Like if I kill myself and like just just out just out there just saying, hey, I want six homes. I wanted that. I I want this luxury twenty million dollar mansion. Probably never going to use any 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 of these rooms. And I worked hard for that, and now you're telling me to sacrifice my hard work. For somebody else, but this is what would I want? Can oh, you hear you me? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Look at the. I want you to. I, I want now. I want you to think of what you just said. Everything you just said, and I want you to look at that video I just sent you of Mike Epps talking about money. This is what rich do. This is what money is. If you really break it down, there's nothing you can really do with it. You're just stacking it up to give it to somebody. Because if something happened to you, you're not taking it with you. Well, basically what he was saying was, you know, um, you know, if people kind of say, you know, why he not doing this or why he don't do that or try to do this, different things. He was like, you know, basically he's humbled himself to a point to where he gets to do his comedy. That's what he liked to do, all the other stuff. It's just like it's like unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Like he, what he's pointing out is, you can sit up here and you and you make a billion dollars, and you can sit on it. It won't mean nothing. Yeah, it's for some. Like you said, you're just doing it for somebody else. You're just doing it for somebody else because you you can't take it with you when you when you go. But if you're gonna do it for somebody else, do something with some meaning. Get something going that's gonna that's gonna involve em, em, employment opportunities, non-discriminatory, non-discriminative. You know, uh, maybe uh, job training facilities, schools. These are things that's that's needed in society, not chains and cars and uh, a whole bunch a whole bunch of homes. This is how you grow. A community. This is how you grow. This is how you grow. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Investments are great, but like they said in Spider Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And in our generation, in our world, and since the beginning of time, money is power. So, with great power, if great with great power comes great responsibility, each one teach one. You reach back. And you bring up you bring up the next one. This is how you grow as people. Doesn't matter if I know you. I don't have to know you. That's the problem. I don't have to know you to feed you. And you sitting there starving of, of starving of thirst and, and hunger. Do you have to know that person? No. 
You don't have to know him. He's freaking starving. He's about to freaking die. Give him an apple. Give, do something. Don't just sit there and let him and let him die. And you could and you could save that person's life. Me personally, I can't do. I can't. I wouldn't be able to do it. If I knew I had a coat in my car or a coat at home and I saw somebody out in the snow freezing, I would take the coat off my back knowing that when I get home, I could get warm. But, but okay, but then how far are you willing to take that? Knowing, when I, knowing that I could get home and get warm, meaning, meaning I know that I can sacrifice this right now for a time being. And I know when I get to my destination, I'll be able to go ahead and 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 get warm. But I know when I I know if I didn't do that, by the time I get to my destination, that person is going to freeze. And I don't know if that's a good uh, if you can understand that analogy. What I'm saying is I have it regardless. I used to do I used to do it as poor as I've been. I used to do it when I was when when I was was check to check to check working under the table, man. Somebody on a fixed income, whether I, I know them, sometimes I didn't know. I've helped people I didn't know, but let's just go with somebody I knew. Somebody I knew, they're on a fixed income and they're going through whatever they're going through. Now, my last of my little money at the time, I helped with a situation. But the reason I helped with that situation is because I knew at the end of the week I had a check coming. But I knew at the end of the week, they didn't have a check coming. And at the end of the next week, they didn't have a check coming. And at the end of the next week, they didn't have a check coming. So they needed help then. Me knowing that and knowing that I'm going to be okay, I, I reached back and I, and I, and I put forth that, that help and that effort. And ain't got a dime. So it still goes back to my question is how far are you mm-hmm. going to take that? I just told you. I mean, because there's plenty of people that that helped them, many people, and they helped themselves to poverty. Help them back. No, no, no. See, there, there's 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 a difference. You don't have to be you don't have to be so critical. There's a difference. I, I just clearly just clearly said it. Yeah, I'm already don't have much, but I know at the end of the week I'm going to get paid. So I know for these whatever however long it is the couple of days or whatever, I know I'm going to have to go without for those couple of days, but I know I'm going to get, get, I know that I got mine coming at the end of the week. That's not putting myself in poverty. That's letting myself know. I, I know mine is coming. Now putting yourself in poverty is giving your all and leaving yourself with nothing. That's just insanity. That's dumb. That's that's going way too, you know, crazy with with it. It's it, it, but it's it's people. It's not it's not just us. It's other people too. But this is a this is uh the black man's podcast. So this is why I'm speaking on race. But it's other people too. You got these shelters and these facilities that's spending all this money and getting all these grants, but this, the homeless is still there. And with all the money that they supposedly spent. And this is, I don't, I, I'm not going to go and get it, but you could, you could check this out on the news. But all the money that they were supposed to spend, they could have paid rent for, man, thousands, if not more, of, of people with the money that. So they're under investigation 
because even people are even stealing from stealing from poor people. It's that greed. It's not just us. I'm just speaking on us in general right now. It's it's, it's the world in general. The world is full of greed, but we can always change ourselves. We can change ourselves. We can have our own shit. We can have our own stuff going on to where we have our own property. We have our own factories. And we we have our own, you know, the whole Black Wall Street thing. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But it's, it's, it's time and time again. How many of our rich black men that you see got got chains on their neck that's worth million dollar that's worth million dollar cars, million dollar homes around their neck. Like the whole world don't know they got money. You know what I'm saying? But yet like I say, there's you got a million dollars on your neck and go to the gas station and see that there's all these people ain't even got a bed to sleep in, a pot to piss in. I'm sorry, but I mean if I was to ever get wealthy I couldn't look at that knowing and, and be comfortable knowing that I have the money to make a difference. But I get it, you know. There's some selfish people in the world. There's some greedy people in the world. And it's me, 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 me. I get that, you know. And like I said, you don't put yourself in a position to where you got to take away too much from yourself to where you can't go so you know that's why you know of course naturally like me now the way I am now there's 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 not a whole lot I can do other than other than spread the word and help out whenever I can but the people that have it sitting on you know tons you know like I say Nipsey as much as I didn't like the gangster stuff back in the day later on I became a huge fan and then I became a fan of the different things he was trying to do in the community, a place where people could uh, do business together, place where you could, you know, uh, look for job opportunities, different, you know, different stuff to to reach back. But then you see a lot of people that's not even support that that's not even supporting. There's even there's been a whole lot of reports, even like you know, for some of the greatest black men that we've had like michael jordan and they they've been reports of saying how he's he doesn't really care for black people and we we are our our self-racism and our and our self-hatred is worse than anything anybody else could could do because we're doing it to ourselves we rather we rather spend $2,000 $2,000 on a bag before we save the community. Gucci, Louis Vuitton, all these different brands. Oh, I want to get this Prada bag. That's what's important. You know, that's what's important. But I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm just different. Are you a socialist? Just wondering. Is that what's? Is this who I think it is? Hey, is I'm, I'm trying to be diplomatic about this. Are you a socialist? Just wondering. I I don't have a title. 
you have to have some you side with socialism, though, right? To an extent. Because the funny thing is, I just heard you say people are selfish. But you're a bully. I'm listening. So, and so, um, okay, so let, let's hypothetical between me and you, right? So, you're saying I'm selfish because I make my fucking hard-earned money and I spend it the way I want, right? No. What are you saying? You're saying I'm selfish because I don't help out the community, right? That's exactly what you just said. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying it's it's selfish if you're not if you're not trying to reach back and and help the community. That's exactly what I. That's exactly how I feel. Exactly, but you're a bully. Elaborate. Because now, okay, so you're dictating how I spend my money. So you're bullying me into spending my money the way I don't want to spend it. So you're chastising me. You're fucking berating me. You're defaming my character because you don't like the way I spend my hard-earned money. You don't give me this money. I make my fucking money myself. So now you're telling me, oh, because this motherfucker's selfish. We should cancel this dude. Because he's not giving his money away. Okay. So how the so, fuck does that work? So basically, so you... I work, I work a thousand hours a fucking month. No, no, no. Let's 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 I mean, go with everybody... that. Pause two seconds. Okay. Okay, Walmart, right? They make their money. Yeah. One of the matter of fact. Last time I took econ, they're probably making more money in the country than anybody. But that was mm -hmm. a while ago. You know, I think it was them and then porn. Um, no, that's not true. Uh, no, at the time, said at the time, I don't know what it is right now. That was a long time ago. But yes, Walmart yeah. used to be the yeah. top people in yeah, the world. Walmart, Walmart was at the top. So it was a while, well, so it was a while ago. Bezos so, are now sitting there. I don't know who's there now. I, I, I'm just why I said you. Elon Musk yeah. and just, so Amazon. Okay, so let's 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 go. Yeah, probably Amazon. But let's go with Walmart really fast. They're so, irrelevant. Okay. Uh, They're irrelevant now, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just making a point. Okay. Okay. So the 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 point I'm the point I'm trying to make is I get it. You make your money. You spend your money on what you want. That's all good, and that's all that's all great, right? Now, Walmart moves into a small town. When Walmart moves into a small town, you know, hey, screw everybody else. I'm making my money. Okay, so that's how that's the mentality. Screw everybody else. I'm making my money. Walmart move. They move into super Walmart. Everything, mm -hmm. you can, everything you desire is in that Walmart. So mm -hmm. now this small town, more and more of the stores start closing. Mm -hmm. So now more and more of the stores start closing. And as those stores is closing, they say, hey, oh, I guess we got to work for Walmart. But, you know, now the roster's full. Now jobs is getting scarce. Now you have more buyers than sellers. And when you have more buyers than sellers, then the economy is going to fall. 
because nobody can afford to to buy anything. It's kind of like what's going on right now. Everything keeps going up. People are a lot of people are suffering and pointing out what's what cost what a year ago to now. Sometimes two years ago because because of that um you know that greed but it's like hey I make my money how I want to make my money and I want to spend my money on what I want to spend my money on and then you know so just screw everybody else they could die you know I don't I don't I don't care you know but then you're not Neil saying and then you know after after prolong after a pro after a, a while hey guess what those townspeople they got to move away they got to find other means. They can't live in this town anymore because they can't survive in this town anymore. That person is making that person. This one, this one company is making all of the money. That one yeah. company is making all the money. Is not trying to, not trying to reach back. Not trying to help anybody do any any better than just you know just that that's that's them. That's what they that's what they want to do. They take they take over take over. Now imagine everybody does that. <laughs> All the billionaires or whatever, trillionaires, they they all do that. No, they don't reach back. They hold on to their money. They buy a thousand cars. They buy a thousand houses, and the rest of the population just die out. Okay. Okay. Um, they have their money. They have. They have. They 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 have their money, but eventually they're going to need people because you need you need poor people for the economy to continue to move. Because you need those buyers. Oh, you don't actually. That's okay. Okay, let's let's take well, a step back here. You are talking I, about I three see, different. Hey, hold on, bro. You're talking about three different things. You need to make a point here. You're you're talking about three different things. Smart effect. You're talking about inflation, which has nothing to do with Walmart, and you're talking about rich people. What the hell? What are we talking about here? The point of what I'm saying is, whether it's a business or a person or anything like that, when one entity has everything, has all the resources. That's called a monopoly. Right. So now we're talking about monopolies. That's something yeah. completely different, though. That's completely right. different than what else you're saying. Right. But what I'm saying is, within our within our community, within our within our race. We, we constantly we constantly complain right about not having job opportunities and racism and ownership and all these different things of that nature but and that's the problem the but right but the people but this is the thing see the other races they don't have to go through this okay but hold on we need a point though you need an actual point now you're talking about black people that's five different things well, what that's that's the that's the, the that's the that's the that's the point that i've been trying to make is black, black people. people i'm not i'm not really concerned i'm not really concerned with the, with everything else because I, I said everything else they got their caveats too but we're talking about blacks okay so talk about black specifically so none of that other shit makes any sense to what you're saying then. Walmart has nothing to do with blacks. It wasn't even about Walmart. What I was saying was was mostly was mostly supposed to be taken more as a metaphor than anything. It wasn't uh, it wasn't really it wasn't really directed at Walmart cuz Walmart's not even a top dog right now. That's so what I was Yeah, I was I was using it as as a metaphor saying like basically like what happens when a person 
you just like you said, oh, what I want to spend my money on what I want to spend my money on, and I don't want to reach back and I don't want to and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. That's cool. But then what happens when everything else around you dies? You no one can buy from you. If you have a store, no one can buy from you no more. If you have a business, nobody can nobody can purchase anything from your business anymore because everything around you is desolate. That's I was trying oh. to that's what I was trying to get into. Because oh, it's like, oh, I don't want I don't want to help the I don't want to help the world. I don't wanna I don't want to build up talking there. about robbing Peter to pay Paul now. Is that what you're talking about? Like I need a solid point to go off of. So black people oh say so what you're saying is if i have a million dollars and everybody else in this podcast doesn't have shit then the pod, then then this community's gonna die because you guys don't have any money so what i should do is give all of you guys money so then you can give it back to me no that is not what i'm saying because all. if i have a million dollars i'm the one with the business i'm the one generating right. the money so you're what i'm going saying to is is you have a million dollars okay you have a million dollars i ain't saying i'm not saying just go around giving people money no i'm saying instead of taking that million dollars and buying a thousand a thousand homes and six cars and a million and a, a, a hundred thousand dollar chains maybe make maybe make build job opportunities within within the community where it's it's no discrimination and it's and it's as uh job maybe job training uh for uh people which also generates more jobs because you gotta hire teachers you gotta hire you gotta hire instructors and all this they different have things. all of that they huh? have all of that in place dude they have all that shit in place no within with, with no that that that's owned that's 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 black owned. Yes. There's not a yep. lot. Doesn't matter you know, if there's a lot. See, that's, see, you're just gonna keep making excuses. That's my point. You're like, you're right. can't get this. We can't do that. We need this. We need that. We need them to give me a break. Nobody gives anybody mm -hmm. a fucking break. It's not. It's 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 not. A, it's not like that. You have to. It's one of those things where. If you at the end of the day, it just goes. It just, it just, it's one of those things where you just have you have selfish people and you have people who are not selfish. But right. now you're going off feelings, bro. You're not giving any facts to this. You're not making any points. You're just going off of emotion, and that's I'm not emotion. going off of emotion. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, I'm when I'm look when I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the videos. I'm looking, I'm listening, and I'm listening to the podcast and I'm looking at the news and I'm seeing the people and I'm seeing the poverty and I'm seeing the people and I'm talking to the people who are looking for the opportunities who actually want to change this, their 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 situation around I'm looking at the so-called racist the rate I'm looking at the racism and everything like that and I'm looking at the other races who take care of their people without question right I'm looking at the other races who take care of their people without question. It's not no argument. It's not an argument. It's not a debate. It's not about oh, it's about your feelings. No, it's about we're gonna uh, we take care of our own. That's their answer. We take that? care of our own. Who does that? Who takes care of their own? Plenty of companies. 
Like I'm not gonna. I mean, I can sit up here. About I can sit up here and I can sing you a, like a thousand and one videos, but I ain't got that kind of time. But what so, are we talking? I'm still conf- now. We're talking about companies again. No, you just said there's a bunch of companies that take care of their own. Thought we were I'm talking s- about. I'm saying there's people that take care of their own. Who? Okay, they're w- uh, white people. Okay, so I know plenty of homeless white people that I are getting... do too. So, so I'm confused. Are they picking and choosing who they're helping, or is it just for clout? Because, okay, how do you how can you tell if somebody's selfish or not? Well, let's see. Let's define selfish. There we go. How do you define selfish? Lacking consideration for others. So, so to me, and this is just like my, my opinion. Y'all got them. Yep. My opinion, when you're in a position of power and you don't have no consideration for others, it's selfish. Okay, but now a minute ago, you were saying we don't help out our people. Right. But we don't. selfish. That's selfish in itself because you, so you're selfish. Not at all. You only want to help, help. help. No, not at all. Just said you want to help out your people. So you don't want to help out anybody else's people. You just so, want to help out your people. That's no, selfish. So, so the concept, the concept I'm referring to is like when you're on a plane. When you're on a plane, do you do you try to give do you try to put the oxygen mask on somebody else? Or do you put yours on first? And then you put it on somebody else. Which one do you do? I oh I have no idea, bro. Okay, so when you're when you're on a plane, the instructor says you put, your, you put your breathing mask on first. Okay, mm-hmm. you put your breathing mask on first. Once your breathing mask is on, then you could then if somebody else if you need to, if you need to help somebody, then you help somebody with theirs. But you put yours on first. So my concept is my concept that I'm going with this is that we start with we start with us. We start with us not being selfish. It's just a starting point. That's Let a lack me. of consideration. That's the definition of selfish. No, it's just a start. It's just it's, four it's, people and nobody else. They're, they're, they, they, are, they are considered. Everyone's considered. So now you want to help everybody. Yeah, everyone is considered. But you start, you start with you start with self. You start, you 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 start with self because if you if then you can't you can't help. You can't help anyone. You can't change anything. If every if if everybody's looking at black people and this and this way of of um, not not you know not growing and looking at them as ghetto rats, monkeys, whatever you want to call them, right? If they're looking at us like that, how can we change that dynamic? And my whole thing about how can we change that dynamic? If you were a person who was um, in a position of power, able to reach out and get other people of power together, 
to try to reach back. And 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 it's not going to be an easy task because you have a lot of fuck ups. You have a lot of people who just don't want help. You have a lot of that stuff that gets that gets a little bit deeper. But there's a lot of people that do. There's a lot of people that do. There's a lot of people that's been through things that that really that really do. And if you get into if you get into more ownerships, like you know, you have a, Asians own a lot of things. You have all these other 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 people, but the black ownership percentage is very low. Our percentage is low for for a, a lot of things. And so and so all I'm saying is that if you have that power position, do what does you, that you, do with make, you can make better, you can make more moves. You can make more moves than anybody else. And but instead of that, instead of that, you rather buy six houses and million dollar change. Yes, because yes, I work hard for that. Because I work hard for that. Who so again, you're dictating what I do with my money. Now you're again saying two different things. You're saying now it's on the perception of black people. Yes, black people should do better. I fucking 100% agree with that. It doesn't take money to do that. And me and G have fucking talked about that before. Right. It takes two, and it doesn't, you don't need money. It is, and again, that's an excuse. You're like, I don't have the money to do this. Bullshit. You have, if you don't have money, that means you have time. Investing your time into the younger oh, black community. Oh, pause. Fuck pause, pause, oh my. pause, 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 so, pause, pause. I let you talk. If you don't have, if you don't have money, you don't have time. If you, if you, if you, you, you don't have money, you don't have time. That's that's a horrible way to think of it because I, most because people because people have jobs and not and still not, and 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 not have no money. So that's a, that's a that's a that's a horrible one right there because a lot of times they all their time is taken up with their job, so they don't have no time. That's true, that's impossible. So you're telling me that you have time but no money, and you have you have money, or okay, so if you have money, you don't have time. But if you don't have money, you have time. You're saying no, that's not true. You won't have either, right? Depend. What I'm saying is because it depends on it depends on your it depends on your tax bracket. If no, you, it if, doesn't. It does no, depend it on your. Tax. I know. So I know. I know somebody right now. I know somebody right now where they they work. They work. How they many work. hours? How many hours they do they work? Ten hours. A day. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Seven days a week. Every day, except for except for. Of course, two off days. Oh, so now they work five days a week. They work 10 hours a day, five days a week. So they work 50 hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It's 24 hours in a day, right? Mm-hmm. That's seven days a week, right? Right. What? Math? Uh, let's see. How many, how many hours is that? I should know this because I do it with my nephews all the time. So that's 168 hours. They work. That's just, that's just work. That's not including. That's not yeah, including. That's not so including a- travel time. That's not including washing your ass, having a dinner. That's yep. not including time with your family and your children. Yep. Yep. Okay. So now there's 118. It's not a lot of time. Not a lot of time. 118 hours isn't a lot of time. Need to look up Dick Gregory. It's not a lot of time. 
Okay. Why would I? Okay. 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 So let me. So let me get this straight. So am I an anomaly? Because I work seven days a week, and I still have time to invest in the fucking youth. We're talking working class. I am working class. Yeah, you're a, business, you're, you're a business owner. You make more money than the average person. No, I don't. How you know? You you don't see my pockets. You don't know my bank account. I may make nothing. You're making more than you're making more than a person that that that's working a ten hour minimum wage job. Are you has, sure about that? That has that has a a a, a ten hour minimum a minimum wage job. Uh, yeah, you you're you're going to be making more. I work more than ten hours though, a day. Even if you work more than ten, I know people with two jobs, two jobs doing it, two jobs still same scenario, no time, two jobs. Two okay, jobs. how are they? How do they know they don't have time because they value their time doing other shit. There's, there, I, tell, there. I tell the little dudes I can call one right now and have you explain, have him explain to you. I tell him this time that I'm giving you is valuable. I charge a lot for my time. I could be doing other things, but I'm sitting here with your ass. That's a hard truth, and that's the problem because people, especially us, do not give hard truths to people. You don't give hard truths to the youth anymore because you don't feel that you should hurt their feelings and you these motherfuckers are soft pussies now. So they don't understand. Yeah. Look, dude, put, that, put on the Gregory fuck. video I just sent you. Motherfucker. Well, see, look, I don't I'm I'm not talking to Dick Gregory. I'm talking to Key. That that's the that he's he's explained what I just said. It's irrelevant. No, he's not. Relevant, you relevant to what I just said about time. It's, no, that's all it's about. See, again, you're explaining his point. I'm explaining my point. You have no point. You're explaining to me Dick Gregory's point. No, just look at the top. Look at the video. Oh man, you're not giving me look. Your, look at look. Look at the video. Like, you're giving me somebody else's life, bro. Look at the video. I want to know about you. Look at the video. Because you say people got all this time. That's your argument. People have time. So this video is about the average person and time. I just sent it to you. Well, sent it to G. Did they make you want to play it? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> That's not proven shit, but all right, go ahead. So it's 24 hours to a day. So they tell you you're supposed to sleep what? Eight hours. And so now you got how many left? 16. And then you're supposed to work what? Eight hours. And now you got what left? Eight hours. You haven't cooked. You haven't got dressed. You haven't said hello to the children. Sleep deprivation. That's how they get you. Sleep deprivation. You haven't watched TV. You haven't called your mother, your children. Sleep deprivation. You have a, you work midnight. What they call the midnight here? Graveyard. What graveyard mean what? Death. Cemetery. Why? 90 minutes after sun go down, your brain get recharged. After midnight, the charging stops. If you're not home by midnight, you turn into a what? Pumpkin. That's What's the only first part, part of your body? Look like a pump in your fucking head. Um, New World Order. What, what what do people mean when they use that term? Nothing. Anytime my ignorant cousin know about it, he don't know about nothing else. 
You just give y'all something to hang on to, and y'all buy it. New World Order. That's the first part. I didn't know that was a long run. You know, it don't mean nothing. So it's 24 hours to a day. Yeah, that's the longer version. I thought it was a shorter version. But basically, he was when he was when he, I wanted to touch bases on when he was talking about time, and you you when you when you consider that he used eight hours, I'm saying ten hours, you know, and you like you 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 still need time for other you still need that time for other things. You got your travel time, you got your time with your children, you got the time to wash your ass, you got the time to get to wherever you got to go to get to to even work you know what i'm saying so that's why i say it's not it's not it's a it's a it's a a, a thin line between oh you you know you working and, and you you if you not if you don't have the money you have time because you you don't you 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 still gotta live hey, that, that that time that time is not that time is not always there hey bro you know? i get what you're saying man i totally agree with you i get what you're saying you know what though? All people are gonna hear is an excuse. You will always have an excuse for why you can't do better. Either it's there's not enough time in the day, or it's the white man's holding you down, or it's this the the state isn't doing right, or it's Gavin. I'm not a believer of the white man holding you down. Always gonna be a fucking excuse on why you can't get ahead. And why you can't do better. Elon Musk has already fucking reported, stated he sleeps like three, four hours a night. Because money don't sleep. But that's right. You need eight hours. You need to do this. You need to do that. There's always an excuse. There's always a roadblock to why you can't achieve what you want. Because your motivation and drive isn't to get what you want. It's always like, oh, I can get that. But, I mean, in the same aspect, it's really hard to achieve that. And I don't think it's, it's not easy. You know what needs to happen? Somebody needs to give me the fucking money and the tools to do what I want to do. And then we can all succeed. That's bullshit. Because that means... I'm fucking sitting here busting my ass fucking 200 hours a week to fucking get shit done and then to turn around and give you the fucking leg up? Fuck that. Nah, I'm saying you make that opportunity. Let's what just say, let's just say, let's just say, let's. What opportunity? Let's just say, let's just say, let's just say I'm a millionaire. What opportunity can I give you? I'm finna tell you. All right, I'm saying I'm a millionaire, right? And and instead of you know what I'm referring to is because I I see it with with our with our people, you know, mostly with with buying the flashy things and the, we're the highest people when it comes to consuming goods. That's been proven um, time and time again. But um, anyway, my whole point is that I'm a millionaire and I decide I want to help people, you know, I want to help, you know, our, you know, our people, different things of that nature. Now it's not going to be no easy task, but I'm saying is I'm not going to get into it like a whole specific, like, well, what, what, what jobs or what, 
what kind of facility, but I'm saying I would build, you know, businesses to provide to provide, you know, equal opportunity for people to have employment opportunities, uh, growth opportunity, you know, and to, to actually be able to be in a better place in life, right? I would, um, you know, same thing with like the whole community center stuff, of course, whatever, but I'm just saying just opportunity after opportunity after, you know, to, to get people to, to evolve. It's kind of like, um, like society, society evolves, right? Like we don't have to go out and hunt a cow when we want a burger, right? So we, it's been made easier for us, not necessarily easier, but we don't have to go out and get the cow. Oh. We we could go and we could buy, we could go buy a burger. So Bro. it's like, yeah, this is, um, you yeah. Basically said you made a million dollars to offer a cat a job. You said There's what? Fucking jobs out there. Why do you have to make a million dollars to get somebody a fucking job? <laughs> it's a lot of, it's a lot of unemployed people in the world, and I see yeah. it every day. There's That's all I'm saying. There's a lot I of jobs offered up. Okay, so again, you have to make a million dollars to get somebody a job. What I'm saying is... No, answer the question. See, you keep changing me. it instead of answering the question. You want to give people it, 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 I need to. I need. My, I'm saying well, my whole argument is with great power, you come great responsibility and money. And I don't want to hear Spider Man, dog. I want to hear right. King, bro. I'm telling you, with the with money is money is power. If I don't have, if I don't have, if I don't have the money, then I can't provide the opportunity for the next person. Okay. I could I could maybe the I'm most I about, could do the most I could do is maybe if I find out some information, oh, point them oh. in the, and point them in that direction that I saw that I got the information for, but I can't make the opportunity. So, I, your, your, so your position, your position in this whole argument is that you need to work your ass off hard as you can to make a million dollars to give that to somebody else. What was said on the Mike Evans video? What? Dog, why what do you say, what, what did he say on the Mike Evans video? Key, what does Keys think? That's Keys statement. What is he what did he say? What did he say on the Mike Evans video? What did he say about money? Okay, Mike Evans first of all, okay. I've seen that's that motherfucker. That's what you're doing anyway. Terrible comedian. Okay. But, but terrible my, comedian. Point is, my point uh, is what does that that's have to do with anything? What is me not having? What is me what not? Point, what I'm pointing out is that's what you're doing anyway. You can't take it with you when you die. That's what Damn you're doing. Right. You that's why I buy six houses. That's you why think? I buy because I don't want to take that shit when I go. I want that shit to be here. I want everybody to see me fucking fuck. I want I want my success to be measured in the fucking shit I got. I don't want to be fucking measured as. I've given these people opportunities. Most rich people actually do give people opportunities and, and fucking invest in the future. But you know what? The thing is that screws it up is people that tell them how to do it. Because if you can do it, if you can tell me the, the way to help invest into somebody else, then you need to do that shit yourself.
But then all of a sudden you hear, oh man, I would if I could, but I can't. An excuse. I just told you, I put hella can hours. You make, can you make a million dollars tomorrow? Hey, I mean, anything's possible. No, but can you? Like fact, like like to uh, if I bet you five dollars right now, that can you? Would you be able to say, yeah, I bet you five dollars, I could make a million dollars tomorrow? Anything's possible, bro. No, but I'm saying is, can you? Not anything, if anything's I'm possible. I'm, I'm, asking, I'm explaining it to you. Anything is possible. Do I know what tomorrow will bring? Fuck no. I may drop dead on this fucking podcast. But I was making a point, but never mind. Hey, hey. Like I said, don't ever fucking count tomorrow, bro. Make your shit happen today. So if I would have said, oh, yeah, I can make a million dollars, what would your point have been? Because I tell you what, I get up every fucking morning trying to make a billion dollars. That's my whole goal is to be successful. I don't have any excuses. If I don't do it, I didn't so, do it. So I have a question for you. What's outside up, of outside of this, outside of this. Now, there's a person in the world. Okay. There's a random, random person in the world. Yep. They they have no they have no um experience, no education, no family, no family. And they um, they have um, you know no money to get any kind of any formal training, right? So he comes across that that person comes across you, and you um, have the you know have the means or you know the power or whatever to change that person's life. Would you change his life or would you step over him? I mean, I don't know this dude. Like you said, he's a random guy. I would be questioning a lot of shit. And you know what? When people do come to me and ask me for shit like that, I always have questions, and then they don't like that. They don't like being interrogated. But I can tell you one damn thing. My kid went to school with a motherfucker who was homeless, sleeping in a goddamn park on a bench. And that dude still got a scholarship to go to college. How the hell can that dude do that to make something of himself? When his because family people with because people because people with disabilities exist. What the? He doesn't have a disability. He was. He gay. doesn't. But I'm saying. But I'm saying. What about what I'm saying? I keep that? giving see, scenarios. Now you're bringing. Hey, hey, hey. You Dodgers won the Super Bowl. Is why we help. Is what? You know the Dodgers. You know that. You know that, right? Huh? You know, Lakers play tonight, right? Who? The Lakers play tonight. Uh, I did. I didn't know. Oh yeah, I was just, just throwing out random facts that doesn't have shit to do with my fault. What I'm saying is, your concept is you have to know the person, and you have to know this, and you have to know that to even to to or you have to know the person that to to help to help the person, and so that you know I'm just like you know that that's that's where you stand with that, and basically you know fuck him if he if he has trouble making it fuck him if he have a disability or for some reason can't uh get a, a, a high level of education fuck him let him die okay That's your concept. so what you're telling me now is i need another fucking dependent because if he has a disability and he can't function in society then it's on me to be like you know what 
I'm going to feed you and clothe you and house you because I have money. No, I'm not saying that. Then what the hell are you saying, bro? You have it to have the same thing. thing. The, same, the same thing I've been saying. It's just it, it, this. You just said just bring, I'm just bring, bring, bring it opportunities. I can't. I never said give anybody any money. I you, never said give anybody any opportunity. Okay, you just said the guy can't learn. The guy can't function, but what the fuck opportunity am I gonna give him? He could be good at something else. What Dude, I'm saying you just is, said he can't learn, so I can't. No, teach no, no. I said that he could have function. this this uh, disability. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, for high level education, right? There's people in this world is based off of people with degrees and all this stuff like that. But what oh, happens? What, well, I'm what, dropped out of school. Right, but what, what I'm saying, there's this what happens when you have people in the world, right, who can't get those degrees. It's not not because they're lazy. It's not because they, uh, you know, uh, none of the are or any of the other analogies you want to come up with. But they just literally, you may maybe they, you know, they good at math. Or whatever the case may be, it's just about making making opportunities for that average person and the communities that that went through whatever they went through. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like instead of instead of, well, I know, own businesses do not own degrees. Right. That's good. That's cool that they that they that that they did that. What I'm saying is, you're saying what I'm saying is. What I'm saying, I'm, what I'm saying is, it's kind of like, it's kind of like how well, I, I I don't want to keep going back to Nipsey, but uh, that's the only one I can remember that that uh, right now in my head because I'm doing other things. But like with Nipsey, he had this dude who used to come and sweep up. He didn't need that nigga to sweep up. He didn't need that nigga to do. He have him sweep up, have him do errands and different shit like that. But he paid the nigga. And he paid him. Not excuse my language. He paid him, and he paid him well. He reached. He reached back to help that brother out. You know, to help that brother. He didn't give him anything. He gave him a. Only thing he gave him was a job opportunity. My whole at his at his shop, whatever. But my only okay. argument. My only argument hold, is hold is on, that. Hold on. Let me let me respond to your part because you're just gonna keep going on. I need to respond to this one part. You just brought up a perfect example. Nipsey Hustle helped the guy up, paid him to come up in there and sweep, right? What do you think that guy's doing now? That Nipsey's dead. Obviously, he's not getting paid to sweep anymore. So, so your whole concept. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, whatever. Let's get that real part real quick. The whole concept was basically. Nipsey. He gave him a job opportunity is what I'm saying. He did, right? He didn't give him a job opportunity because as soon as that motherfucker got shot, that opportunity was done. He got a pink slip as soon as Nipsey Hussle got murdered. So he didn't advance shit. Now, Let me say something. Can I add something? Can I just add one thing? Can I add one thing? So, okay. This is the and the contradiction with uh what was his nation's point it's like you gotta sit here and think about something because i've been saying this for years when you get rich what do people come around you like when you get rich 
okay, you have your wife, your kids. But after a while, everybody becomes an employee. Every single person around you. If you're the only sole person making money, I don't care what you think about your family and your kids and all this stuff now, there's no way a rich person has the time to sit around and do peddly shit like wash their car, do their laundry. After a while, people expect a handout, so you pay them and they become employees. And your kids are like, hey, um, uh, you know, yes, you'll buy your kids this, you'll buy your kids that, but your kids are going to want to do a hustle and make money, which is going to resort back to you. Everybody's like, you'll be like, okay, son, can you take my car to the car dealership to get detailed? That's like, everybody becomes an employee. So to James's point, I, I agree 100%. It's like nothing is free. But but from uh, from what I gather, it's like you you want me to help people. I'm not helping nobody if I'm rich. Like bitch, you are my employee now. It's just like this dude who he hustle chose to uh, uh, help. Fuck you. Like I'm not doing you a favor. Like yes, you're a random dude who I saw who could do some peddly shit that a fucking trained monkey can do. I can literally hire a trained monkey king to do this, but. You know what? I'll take this motherfucker off the street and do it when I could play a child. He could have gave a child that job and that kid could have saved for school. Why would you give a grown-ass man who, who's literally doing nothing with his life, who's, who's, who's literally set his life in stone, who probably got drugs with it or alcohol? And that's stupid to me. I'd rather pay a kid and be like, okay, hey, save for your future, at least you have a better option in life than this grown-ass man that's literally sweeping up air. I have no respect for you whatsoever. I wouldn't help you. Be and because you're what's probably like sorry, or what's wrong in this world today. That's how I feel. I've I've worked two and three and four jobs. And homeless people can just sit on the corner and ask for us a fucking handout, and yes, people give it to them because they feel bad, but I talk, I, I do security, I talk to multiple homeless people, that's a choice, now I'm not saying they're all choices, and I'm not saying the mental deficiency homeless people do not deserve, but it's like, most of these people, I'm not going to say some of these people, 90% of homeless people, it's by choice because they don't want to function in a society, and they know people will feel sorry for them and give them food and give them change and give them money. I live in Vegas, one of the hottest places literally in America. I watched this motherfucker literally stand outside for eight hours with a cup. Literally, don't drink no water, pass out, uh, and like he passes out in places. So people have to call the paramedics, take him to the hospital. He gets fixed up. He gets a little shower in a bath, or I know another dude when like he's tired of sleep, sleeping on the street in the cold, he'll do a peddly ass crime, spend a couple months in jail. When it's not cold anymore, get back out. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. And and you want me to respect that? And you want me to feel bad for that? Fuck you, motherfucker. I'll I'll bet you all like fish. It's 
if it was up to me. Now, I'm sorry. I know that you're going to have to edit this because obviously this was, the, this was the problem last time. But the, uh, to my point is, if I was rich, you're an employee. And that's all you are. And I feel like Elon Musk has, has kids and all of this stuff. But just like he said, three hours a day, you don't have time for petty shit. You don't have time for book reports. You don't like to become rich or to become a billionaire comes at a price. It and to his point is, yes, my legacy is what I care. I I just had this conversation. Every man on this planet, every single man has a DNA is we want to leave like we want to etch our name in stone. It doesn't matter who you are, we have that encoded in our DNA. We and we and we go crazy when women even think about giving our kids not basically our last name. We, we get like that, that's why marriage is like, no, you're taking my last name. This and that. Every man wants his name edged in stone and to touch and to be real to be remembered on this earth for something. I don't care who you are and you can't tell me otherwise. You can't tell me that you go in this life and you're fine with being nothing and not remembered. There's And there's no man on the planet that feels like that. Females, yes. Men, that's not in our DNA. Shoot, that's crazy. I've met at least, I've met at least, uh, 10 dudes within the last three weeks that's like that. Uh, I was talking to them, a couple of them are homeless when I was walking around and just kind of just talking to people and they were just, just saying like, you know, they just, you know, they don't want much. They just want a place to live in a job. I talked to 10 people within a couple hours because I was bored. You know, I really... Um, you know, I I was trying to, you know, grow with my art business and stuff like that. And then I got kind of restless because that's all I do really is business. If I'm not working, I'm working on something or I'm studying on something. So I'm like, I don't really do nothing so far as just being around people um, re in recent years. So I was just out and I just, you know, I talked to people that was, you know, civilized and I talked to quite a few homeless people and then I talked to some people that I thought was was regular but they was also homeless but they were just you know white collar homeless and I was talking to different people and a lot of people all they really cared about was just they didn't care about doing anything spectacular or even a high-end job all they really cared about is having a job and a place to stay they didn't care about legacy or none of that shit they just cared about survival that's just okay talking to people but and, I, and and that's why i have no respect for those type of people because i'm sorry like i said before i don't respect you if you are not con con contributing to, to this world function like we all causing this wheel or however we are or screws in a fucking bigger thing. It's like, yes, I'm not disagreeing with you saying, but keyword homeless. I don't expect the homeless to have high ambitions other than where the hell I'm gonna get my next sandwich out the dumpster today. Or man, let me let me switch sweep these maggots off this bread so I can eat tomorrow. Shit like that. So I'm sorry if I'm not impressed by this person only wanting a job and a place to live 
like I said, I'm talking, you know, yes, okay, let me clarify what I said. Every average man in today's society wants what I said. Maybe not a homeless man, maybe not a man who doesn't look forward, maybe, maybe not a man who contemplates suicide or anything like that. But I would imagine everybody on this podcast thinks about edging their name in history or has at least once in their life. I'm not saying it's a big priority now, but I believe men, not not homeless people, I'm talking about men that handle their business and men that pay bills, men that have kids, men that get shit done, want to be remembered for something. And there's no way you can tell me otherwise. And I, I don't, yes, homeless people are the um, um, exclusion, like I said. It's four of us on here. If I'm wrong and no man on this podcast feels that way, why are you on this podcast? Then? Because I feel like this this is a form of you will forever live on. As long as this is online, you will forever live on. Now, I'm not saying that that's crossed anybody's mind, but I do feel like, like I said, you you create the businesses for your the uh the thing to live on, like I said, you and you have kids, so your uh name will live on, so on and so be it. Like I said, I, I'm not saying that's what you thought when you had kids. I'm not saying oh you thought like oh well I'm gonna start a legacy. No, you just thought oh shit, you know some people just damn I got this shit pregnant or or you know uh uh one night stand or you know hey. I wanted to have kids because I was bored or, you know, you just never know. But, but you created a legacy without even knowing because yes, it is dudes out there that they, they don't want kids. And it's dudes out there that never have kids. I got an uncle that ain't got no kids, but, but he was a firefighter in Pasadena. He was one of the top firefighters. His name still is on out there. Every person who joins that fire station He's the exception, even though he's retired and all of that. But his name still lives on. You know, he never has kids. He will always be he will always be etched in history, always. So, like I said, I ask the question: Am I wrong? And and the four people on, or sorry, the four men that have businesses that have kids: Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Oh, please. And I, and please, I, everybody, I, don't, oh, don't answer at once, you know. No, 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 no. I, 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 I feel you. Um, but um, I understand where you're coming from. I just feel like um, a big problem with our society. Period. I mean, I like to talk about the black people, but a big problem with our society. Period. <laughs> is that's just that's a lot of people feel like you. A lot of people is like fuck the other other people. And I think that I just, I personally just feel like that's the problem because there's too many people that, that basically, um, you know, need help. Some people might need help, might, might need to be pushed. Other people might, there's just a, a whole bunch of stuff out there. Like even, I don't even like, um, I don't even like um, the, the, the advancements of AI. I don't like uh, self-checkouts. That's just that's just me because to me I see that taking away opportunities from people, you know, because not everybody can be a doctor and a lawyer, and not everyone can be some a successful business owner, 
not everybody can do that. So because so anything that takes away from people and that doesn't have that that takes away from people's opportunity to to live, I don't I don't like it. And I feel like like that's why I said like that's why I get so um, passionate on um, building opportunities for more and more for more and more people because as the the society in general has. It, our history in general has taken away stuff, you know, before when you could work at the local factory, you know, now they send all that stuff overseas. Mm. It's just like, there's only, there's only so many opportunities. There's only so many opportunities left. Dr. Umar was speaking on that. They was like, you better learn a trade or something like that because opportunities are going, you know, are going away. A lot of opportunities are going away. And but that's but that's how they that's how the rest of the world feel. Fuck fuck those people, fuck those people who fuck those cashiers. We don't need those cashiers. We got a machine that can do it, you know. And that's and that's that's society, you know. That's just that's just what we into. So I mean, I just look at it as in a different perspective of you know just like you know I work hard every day. I you know so I mean that that is that is what it is. But I always look at other people and I like to listen to people's stories. I've listened to several people's stories from addicts to non-addicts, especially uh, recovering addicts because of my family member. I've gone to the um, to meetings with them and I and I like listening to their stories, wondering how they got to where they got and wondering what happened and what shifted in their life to make um, them go through what they go through. And, you know, a lot of people in this world, despite what people think, are alone and scared and traumatized and everything above that nature and just need people to be there for them. And they don't have anyone, friends, family, they're born into a, a effed up family and they just go into the world and just don't have no one or nothing. And then they have to try to figure out how to make it. And some of them do. And but but a lot of them don't, you know, and and some and some of them some of them could have made it, could have made it better if they just had somebody, anybody, that would have um you know been there for them, you know. There's there's a there's, I saw a news a news story with a professor, you know, and he became homeless and he he didn't do drugs until he became homeless. Once he became homeless, he started doing drugs to cope with his situation, you know. Okay, but um, how did he get homeless? How did he get homeless? He lost, he, just, he, 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 he lost, I believe, you know, I'm going to get, I, I don't want to misquote him. I don't want to misquote mm -hmm. him. Um, but he, he lost everything. And I don't, I don't, I don't, um, he lost everything. It was like a big story. They put it on the news because it really, it really wasn't his fault necessarily how 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 things happened, and he just but he couldn't find any um uh, any other opportunities even though he had a degree, um and then he and then why and in the midst of him being homeless and not being able to find opportunity he um he got on he got on drugs it's like it was like a news broadcast like they went to his little his little tent area and everything like that. And it was like a huge story because it was a big, it was like crazy that this guy has a degree and that, but he was homeless. And that's why that was the big story at the time. But like I say, I don't want to misquote what happened, 
So I won't mm. speak on it. I won't I won't speak on it, but I will look for the video to and send it maybe in the group later. But I yeah. I just kind of just it's just kind of like one of those things. Like I believe in hard work and I believe in pushing yourself. And I don't I'm not saying like, oh, you 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 know, you 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 need to give me your tithes and offering because you have it. Or I'm not necessarily saying it like that. But I'm just saying that we need to care about each other just a little bit more um, to 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 kind of make equal opportunities for our people and ourselves to kind of, you know, kind of bring 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 ourselves up. Because you see sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll see stories where people thought somebody was dumb and then found out, find out that they escalated, and, you know, that they that they triumph in a different area, you know, but no one will know what area that they're good at if they didn't if they that that person didn't come around and kind of you know push them to to that you know i'm just all about just caring about the next person whether you know them or not um maybe maybe being in church for so long maybe got me that i got that spirit in me but it just i just don't like anything that takes away opportunity and i just feel like when when you see people you know, wasting, um, wasting, um, you know, a lot of dollars on, on stuff that doesn't matter. And there's people's people suffering. I feel like, you know, you could, you could just, you could just do something to help anything. I really like and what, and but what really doesn't matter do. though. Huh? Like, I don't agree with that. I feel like, I feel yeah. like everything I see my money on matters to me. 